Welcome to Rabston. The best use of your time. Tonight's show will be about something. Sit tight and Rav will tell you about it soon. Ravsdom, tonight's show will be about Japan!
Yeah. How is everyone? And how was this for a start? This is Rapsdom with myself, Rapsik. This is the second episode of this second season. As uh, Twini uh, posted on social media and has, I, I have posted on uh, Sega Forever and also on Radio Sega's own Discord server. Today's show is going to be all metal. Either from Sega published games or from... Um, remixes uh, made by the community which was the case on the show opener as you might have noticed uh, it was I am all of me one of uh, the ending themes on Shadow the Hedgehog courtesy of Little V Mills the original of course is uh, by Crush40 uh, Joni Gioelli and Jun Senoe which is pretty metalish but Little V Mills just amped it up a little. This is not metal, Nicholas Aman. You are right. But, I mean, if it were just metal, like, the entire time, it would probably be a bit uh, tough on you guys. Speaking on you guys, uh, thanks a lot, uh, everyone who is listening right now, and everyone who, who is also listening right now, but not now. As in those who are listening to it via our podcast, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, um, even Radio Sega site and uh, Spotify. Those who are uh, right now on Discord, though, those who are interacting with me, thanks a lot. Uh, Resident SD, Veritex, uh, Green Viper 8, Frozen... Uh, Spectre, which I'm not sure if... Is that your new nickname, Frost? <laughs> and I'm not sure if that's just a Halloween special or if it's your actual uh, Elias from now on. And uh, who else? Nicolas Haman, of course, I have mentioned you. Thanks a lot for joining in, it's amazing to have you... Um, to have you on, on Discord, and it's always, I think that little, literally every single Radio Sega DJ is gonna agree with me in that having you guys um, interact with us is one of the best parts, if not the absolute best part of this show. Halloween nickname. Alright, cheers! <laughs> that makes sense for us, that makes sense. Um, so, the second track that I played uh, right after. Uh, Little V Mills' rendition of I Am All Of Me was from Guilty Gear Exert sign. It was uh, Zaito One's theme called something that is absolutely random that I always forget. Black blank blah blah blah. Right. Black blank blah blah blah. Cool. So, uh, that was a bit of a stretch because... Um, it comes from a long tradition of uh, Sega publishing uh, Guilty Gear games on in Japan and mostly on the arcades. For example, uh, Guilty Gear X Third Sign was only published by Sega on the Japanese arcades, but still, it was a game that was published by Sega at some extent. There were some uh, specific situations in which I think it was um, on the PlayStation 2, Guilty Gear uh, XX Slash, both Slash and Accent Core actually, uh, they were both released for the PlayStation 2 in Japan as well, uh, by Sega. So uh, we, we were bending the rules at the start, right? So we started with a remix and then a game that was marginally part of Sega. So now we are going to go with something that is uh, that I found thanks to Nicolas Haman. It was a suggestion from him, and this is actually completely 100% first-party Sega. Enjoy, Virtual Fighter 5R.
I can press the B button to stop the teleporting when I get to where I need to be. Embrace the randomness. The dark mission target counter is in the upper left, and the hero mission is in the upper right. Rabsdom, only on Radio Sega. So that was a song that was definitely strong on its lyrics game, wasn't it? Literally the only thing I got through the entire song was Oh yeah, ta 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 ra ra baby baby I might be wrong, but that's what it sounded like. That was still brilliant. It was mass destruction. Tatsuya Kobayashi remix from Persona 3 Dancing in the Moonlight. 
Yes, that is actually a song from the Persona 3 Dancing in the Moonlight uh, album. I'm getting the, the, name, the, the title right. Am I? Not? Dancing in Moonlight, Persona 3, Mass Destruction, Tatsuya Kobayashi... Ah yeah, I'm, I probably am, and even if I'm not, you will find it anyway. So, this block started, as I mentioned before, uh, with uh, Virtual Fighter 5 R. Um, the song that was uh, Jan Kujo's first ever tune in a fight in a fighting game or in a, any game whatsoever. Uh, that was um, named after his stage, just like a Virtua Fighter 5, Virtua Fighter 5 R, and via Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown usually are. Uh, training Room, that's what it's called. If you go listen to the Training Room uh, song from Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown, it's actually gonna be absolutely different, which is something that is often confusing to people who are not aware that all three Virtua Fighter 5 uh, iterations have completely different soundtracks, but they do. And Virtua Fighter, Virtua Fighter 5 R uh, tends to be the heaviest of them all, actually. Uh, which is uh, surprising, considering that the game never came out uh, on home consoles. It tends to be forgotten because it's the middle one and it's the one that never got ported to home systems. I'm not even sure if Virtua Fighter 5 R arcades ever made it out of Japan. So, uh, well, after uh, Training Room, Jan Kujo's stage, we had um, a song in the middle that is from the Ryogu Ga Gotoku Studios, the guys who bring us the Yakuza series. The song in the middle was uh, uh, the Jaggy boss theme from um, Fist of the North Star. And what is the song ga called? Uh, the game called again? Lost Paradise, right. So it was... Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise, and it was Jaggy's uh, boss theme. Which is a soundtrack that is absolutely um, metal. Like, it's metal from the beginning to the end. It's absolutely amazing if you like that, that kind of music. And uh, it is one of the games that is also, unfortunately, usually forgotten. As far as uh, Ryo Gotoku uh, Studios uh, games go. <laughs> Yakuza and Monkey Ball, right, Monkey Ball! <laughs> they also do Monkey Ball. And that, that's. Uh, so thanks for that, Nicholas. But yeah, uh, the Fist of the North Star game uh, for Sega. Uh, the the one on, on the PlayStation 4, which is actually it's actually a PlayStation 4 exclusive, tends to be kind of forgotten, but it's I've heard it's pretty good because it uses uh, Yakuza's engine uh, with uh, like a Fist of the North Star classic style. So it yeah, it's usually coming out pretty good reviews, even if I honestly haven't played it myself, which I should definitely someday. I definitely will. Uh, right now, we are going to get into um, murky territory again. We are going to have a block that is going to be something that Veritex is going to enjoy for sure. Veritex and probably others, not just him, but he's the one that I know for sure is going to enjoy this. This is going to be um, a Thunder Force Sandwich. We are going to start with Thunder Force 5. First boss uh, theme, and it is um, a theme, a song that is uh, based upon one of the greatest uh, metal bands there are ever. It's gonna be called Deep Purple. After that, we are gonna have some Sonic Heroes, and then Thunder Force Six.
Listening to Rav's Dom, whatever Rav feels like.
How was that uh, Sonic Heroes filled uh, Thunder Force sandwich? So the first one that uh, got played was was I as I mentioned before the first boss from Thunder Force Five, a song called Deep Purple. Veritex came up with a suggestion saying that the final boss music is the best music from Thunder Force Five, of course. It's called Justice Ray Part 2. Well, I definitely got to listen to it later on, and so should you. Because uh, I'm, uh, his taste is pretty good, so I'm sure that he's actually giving us the correct guidance here. So the song in the middle was as Sonic as it could be. Like the, the only, I think this was actually the first Sonic music played on this show, because uh, yeah, we opened up with a remix. But it was from Shadow the Hedgehog, not Sonic. So yeah, Sonic-ish, so to say. Everyone knows that that's pretty much a reskin that your uh, Sonic game. But yeah, this time it was the actual song, not the remix uh, from the community. It was this machine, which is the <laughs> the theme. Uh, very, very much appropriately from the uh, the dark team, and then we had uh, Thunder Force Six, and that was called Crybringer. And where the where in game does that play again? Crybringer, Crybringer. All oh, right, it's the second boss. Okay, so it sounds like, uh, at least from what I'm picking, that the Thunder Force songs that are the most metal, metal, are the ones from the boss fights. Sure. You know what? Um, you c- could uh, accept Persona 3 dancing in shadows. I think that you could have expected most of these tracks from me. But the one that's coming up right next is one that you probably wouldn't because it's gonna be from an RPG that uh, I'm not sure where it got released let me try to quickly google it yeah it's an RPG that came out on the PSP probably only in Japan even (laughs) it's from 7th Dragon 2020 it's called Battlefield Tyranny of Howling Rage let me see if Seventh Dragon to the Six spin-off. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it is Japanese only. I just confirmed on Wikipedia. Okay, but the song is still awesome.
You're listening to Ravstorm. The greatest show you could ask for. Burn! was sudden i was not prepared for it <laughs> okay uh, so yeah this is not metal as you can see this is my talk bad uh, the song that last played that ended so suddenly i was taken aback is a first i rapsig have played by my own free will a song from hatsune miku shocking I mean, it is kind of metalish, so yeah, you, you can see where I'm coming from, I hope, at least. I hope I'm not causing irreparable damages to my image. But yeah, I guess we'll, we'll find that out later on, in some, somewhere in the future. Still, um, yeah, it was Leia from uh, Project Diva Arcade, which was the last track from a batch that started with, uh, as I mentioned earlier, 7th Dragon 2020, Battlefield, Tyranny of Howling Something? How was Tyranny of Howling Something, but I... Yeah. Wait, 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 it's like Howling Rage, right. <laughs> yeah, you can see how much I prepared this stuff. Um, anyways, and in the middle was uh, something very interesting that I did not know of. It is from a game that Nicholas Haman suggested to me when I reached out to him 
asking about soundtracks that I could possibly use that were mostly metal and stuff from Sega. He told me, yeah, Sega Golden Gun has a pretty heavy soundtrack. I'm not sure if it's hard rock or metal, but go check it out. And I did, and the main theme was pretty cool. That was the song in the middle that you that you heard in, in my previous block. Uh, Sega Golden Gun, I'm not sure if you have ever heard of it, because I sure never did before. <laughs> I researched it just like 10 minutes ago. Uh, Sega Golden Gun was uh, a rail shooter, an arcade-only rail shooter developed by Sega of China, which I admittedly did not know was a thing. It was the first time I ever heard of Sega of China. Not sure if it still exists, that's a Google search for later. But yeah, so they developed a Sega Golden Gun for the arcades, it was a light gun rail shooter, which was inspired and that recycled House of the Dead 4 assets. Yeah, it, and it came out in 2010. Guys, uh, so if you know this song, you know that the show is about to end. Um, I'm going to play two more tracks though, but before I do, uh, I wanna just say a massive uh, thank you for every single one of you who is uh, listening, either right on this precise moment I am on air and recording the podcast, and also those who are listening to it sometime in my current future uh, through the podcasts. Uh, it really, really means a lot to me that you guys are interested in the crap that I, that I put on air. Uh, not, not the music, the music is not crap, but the way I do it, it kinda is. Um, and yeah, we will be here next week. Uh, it, 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 I am really, really thankful of all the love that you throw my way. And from and on my show's uh, way. So yeah, so let's hope this is here to stay. Well, the show is gonna end with uh, two songs. The first one is from the most metal soundtrack we have on Radio Sega. Which is one that uh, I think was Veritex shown me, showed me ages ago. It is from the amazing Lords of Thunder for the Mega CD. A game that is... Um, it, I think it's just a run-of-the-mill uh, shmup, to be honest. I'm not sure, but I, I think that that's the... I, I, that's the idea I have. And um, what sets it apart from literally everything else is the brilliant metal soundtrack. So you are gonna enjoy, I hope you are gonna enjoy, um, Zagart 1. And finally, we are going to have a song from um, a game that pretty much... Uh, put me on the way uh, on the way of being a massive uh, video game music fan and almost like also a Sega fan to be honest uh, it is a game that was extremely meaningful to me and you probably know by the, uh, the amount of times I request stuff from it but it's going to be from the Sega Saturn uh, soundtrack, the version, the Sega Saturn version of Fighting Vipers from the uh, legend David Leitzer, whom you may know from many other, actually many other soundtracks, uh, Sega soundtracks. Uh, I think he goes by the alias Amanda Luzu. But yeah, uh, his work really means a lot to me and um, yeah he's actually the one who provides the English voice clips on Daytona USA the one who says, says stuff like the white flag is out this is the final lap you know that that kind of sound bites um, yeah so yeah that's it guys I'm, I'm, I'm already overextending and glitch is coming nearly immediately afterwards so we are going to leave metal and more talk and more stuff for next week or so. See you guys.